0: Hi everyone. Today I'm sitting down with Tom Shankel, GKG Senior Solution Architect. Tom has worked closely with organizations over his career to implement enterprise-wide technology solutions, really gaining an unparalleled ability to identify and solve challenges. Tom has a vast knowledge about robotic process automation and artificial intelligence, the latter of which we will be discussing today. So, Tom, thank you for joining the podcast. Thanks, Lindsay. So You know, when many people think of artificial intelligence or AI, I think they consider pretty advanced, maybe tech centric companies utilizing that type of tool. But in reality, I think we're really seeing that the federal government, including civilian agencies, not just kind of these advanced DoD operations, that they have great potential to leverage AI and in some cases are already leveraging AI. So can you just kind of discuss that a bit and give some examples of how AI is being used by the federal government?
1: Nowadays, it doesn't require multiple advanced degrees in in science or engineering to work with AI. AI is being used today all over the federal government. One example is Army, Navy, and Air Force are using AI when they consider spare parts and spare parts inventory. AI is used to do the analysis, and the question that they're trying to answer is, how many spare parts? Where should we store spare parts? Which spare parts should we have on hand? Is an answer that's being generated by AI today. Another example that's near and dear to GKG is an agency like HHS that's using AI to speed up the review of resumes when considering new candidates. AI is evaluating resumes 600 times faster than an individual human can, with a higher degree of accuracy and consistency.
0: Yeah, I think those are great examples. And of course, like you mentioned, human capital, human resources—that is near and dear to GKG's heart. So, can you talk a little bit more about that concept? How AI is working to really assist with federal hiring? How is it doing that to to be so much more efficient than you know a a formerly kind of manual process or a process that is manual across most agencies right now.
1: Sure. So with many agencies and departments within the federal government, hiring is one of the top 3 initiatives, hiring good quality candidates. The challenge is we don't have enough people to evaluate all the resumes that are being submitted for all the positions across the federal government. And so there's a backlog. Within each agency, there's a backlog of resumes and backlog of filling positions with AI, in particular machine learning, we set up a machine learning model to determine what makes a good candidate given the job description being uh, applied for. So if, if you're looking for an HR administrator and you have education requirements, you have experience requirements and skill set requirements, you can set and model all of those requirements up within the machine learning tool. Once you have the model up and running, you can then evaluate the accuracy of that model to ensure consistency and continuity across all resumes.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So then the resumes go through this machine learning. And what is the output? Is it, you know, suggesting top resumes that someone has to further look through and make decisions based upon or kind of where does it go from that resume sorting to find the best qualified candidates?
1: Great question. So in in the example of HHS, in 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 the proof of concept, we identified 600 resumes for one position. And after tuning the model several times, we were able to deliver to the hiring manager 20 top resumes where they focused their time and attention based on the requirements given to the model that we put together. So essentially what what happens is is every resume is evaluated. Every resume is ranked based on a predetermined criteria given to the the model. And then based on running that model, you're then given an output file with the top 20 candidates. And what ultimately happens is if you think about the hiring process and having to rank and rate every single resume and evaluate every resume, if you can cut that down from 600 resumes to 10 or 20 resumes, your HR administrators who are evaluating the resumes for the hiring manager can really focus, really hone in on the exact resume, the exact specifications they're looking for, as opposed to investing a significant amount of time to evaluate manually all 600.
0: And Tom, is 600 a realistic number you can see across the government for other positions? I mean, are we seeing that that many people are applying to one government position?
1: It's a fact. There's potentially even more, upwards of 1,000 applicants for one position within one federal agency. Now, it's the challenge you run into as a hiring manager or as, or as somebody evaluating resumes is, you know, I like to use the 80-20 rule. 80% of the resumes are not a good fit. 20% are a good fit. So if you can focus in on the 20% very quickly and then define and identify the top 20 within that 20%, you're being more efficient, you're being more effective, and you're just your utilization of your time as a as a hiring manager is drastically increased.
0: Yeah, I mean that efficiency is is really easy to see when you describe it like that. You know, are there concerns about AI and machine learning in this process not being able to comply with, you know, all the regulations that guide many federal HR practices, including federal hiring?
1: It's a it's a valid concern and it's it's critical that we identify and document why a resume wasn't a good fit uh, or why it was a good fit either or. So when you think of auditing and compliance, you want to be able to go in front of the review board and stand up and say these 600 resumes were evaluated, these 20 candidates were identified as the best candidates, but here's why the 580 were not good candidates. And with with machine learning the models will will go in and document row by row exactly why that resume didn't fit the criteria or fit the requirements. Now, that's, that's good on a number of fronts. When you're first building out the models, you can tweak the model to include or exclude different characters or different recommendations or different references when evaluating a resume. That enables you to document why the machine made the decision it made And then therefore, when you're called in front of the review board, you can hand them the log from the machine learning tool that then says, here's why we chose these 20 and not these 580.
0: Yeah, that's great to know that it actually includes some of that decision making and and how it arrived at those decisions. And and this kind of dovetails nicely with my next question you know who is actually going in and creating, I don't know the correct terminology, the data sets or, you know, what the machine is is going through to decide whether a resume is, you know, appropriate or not? Can you kind of describe, you know, what GKGs AI services are and how we would potentially support our customer who is using this tool or, you know, do we teach the customer and then they pretty much handle all the machine learning parameters on their end? How does that work?
1: It's a great question. And and the answer is all the above. It depends on each circumstance, but I'll give you a couple of examples. One is our customer has need to utilize machine learning, but they don't have the resources or the skills today. GKG can provide the resources to build the models, work side by side with the HR hiring managers to figure out what is the requirements for this position and validate that the model we have built and tested is accurate and complete. And in some cases, uh, the hiring manager wants to be able to go in after the fact and make changes to the model. Well, GKG can train very simply and easily, train any, just about any staff to build data models around, and sticking with this example of resumes, uh, we can come in and train just about anybody on how to update the model and make changes. Because when you think about it, you built one model for one position, but you may have 50 positions open. So we copy the the model we started with and and make the tweaks and changes for the next position. And that can be done as a partnership with GKG. Or, or GKG, as I mentioned, can, can share the training, teach the customer how to build models themselves. It's no longer a complex algorithm that you have to create. It's truly using cloud-based technology that's drag and drop clicking some boxes of, of the type of feature set you want that you're working with. No longer do you have to have those advanced degrees. Everyday folks who are in various departments, whether it's financial, accounting, HR, etc., can use the data modeling tool themselves, or they can partner with GKG to have us do it for them. So there's, there's the options are limitless when it comes to that type of service offering.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, I think it's helpful to know you have either option if you really want to learn everything you can as the customer and then take it on yourself, or you still have that opportunity to completely lean on a partner like GKG to really assist you with that work. Tom, how can people connect with us who are interested in potentially accessing and utilizing our AI services?
1: We have many ways to reach out to us but i think most importantly one is oftentimes agencies want to know how it really works and how can they engage with gkg to access the various ai services we're offering and and the easiest is is usually the proof of concept but we've been around for 20 years and we've done business with over 50 different agencies and and departments We've got a fantastic reputation in the human capital side, and now we're leading with technology in that human capital arena. And so I think, you know, starting off, there's numerous ways to get to us from a contract or a contract vehicle such as HCATs. But I think the first things first, let's just open up a dialogue and figure out what your requirements are, deliver a proof of concept, and then go from there.
0: Awesome. Sounds good. Well, thank you, Tom. You know, as a liberal arts person myself, I think I can fall into that crowd that thinks AI is something only advanced data scientists can wrap their heads around and utilize. But this was really informational to showcase how mainstream it's becoming and how businesses and organizations can really harness AI to to create these efficiencies and, and help with decision making. So thanks again for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me, Lindsay. Have a great day.
0: And thank you everyone for listening. And we will talk to you next time on GKG On Air.